I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you PNLP? This is the Premier Non-League Podcast. Well, gentlemen, it's been a while. Fear not, we are still here. It's episode 36 of Premier Non-League Podcast and the return of Mr Vale, who's back after his extended summer break. But that was kind of our fault as well. Everyone else thought not fitting in. Pete, welcome back. Um, how are we doing? How are we doing, everyone? Everyone happy? I mean, I know Chris is happy. He's already on his Prosecco. He's celebrating Shields <laughs> from the top of the league. Uh, Pete is on his uh, little beer. Um, he's saving the Prosecco and the champagne when we get promoted to the national. Um, I'm on my German beer. And uh, Gaz, what beer are you on tonight? Or not? Agua. The Agua beer. Agua. Water. 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 Oh, okay. Agua beer. Agua beer. Has he been down Lidl as well tonight? And has, <laughs> he got his, uh, has he got his special? Is it Spanish week or something? Agua con gas. Um, we are back. Uh, I think some people were thinking maybe we disbanded because we've been absent on the airways, but it's it, that's life right now, isn't it, gents? Mm. Like just yeah. trying to nail us all down. It's been we've been watching plenty of football, but just trying to get us all together in one room at one time. Um, Trev's not here tonight. He's uh, he's he's busy. He's, he's, he's manic at work, so it's four of us. Um, generally, how are we doing, guys? Um, all good. Very good, mate. Very yeah, good. All thank good. you. Yeah. All good. Um, obviously, we'll start the episode, you know, um, with, you know, there's different opinions around the world right now of everything, but obviously the Queen passed away this past weekend. We'll get onto that, the postponement um, of football later on in the podcast, but, you know, pay our respects here at the Premier Non-League podcast. Um, but it's a football podcast. We're not here to dwell on uh, Royal Deaths because obviously death happens in daily life. It's, it's a tragic event for a lot of the country, but, you know, we've all had personal grievances in the last sort of years or two. So, you know, it's, you know, we just pay respects for everyone. Like there's uh, my father, uh, my, my brother-in-law's father passed away just before. So obviously it's a sad time for our family. So death happens. It's a sucky part of life, isn't yeah. it, chaps? It is indeed. It is indeed. And, and, uh, something, and one one thing you can be sure of from the day you're born, you're a day closer to death. It's the way Correct. the world works. I, I did Correct. I did read that, and obviously, Chris, Chris, you're a humanist, so you deal with death a lot of the time, don't you? In your in your sort yeah. of day to day job, um, so you know it's something you can fit. But I still think it is it's that same Pete that I, I saw that again this week. It's like every day you wake up, you're a day closer to death. And it's such a weird thing is to think that, and that's why you've got to try and annoy. And that's why we love things like non leagues. It takes us away from it. We love football. It takes us away from it, and we enjoy life. And I think the motto is is you just got to live. You got you only live once. Yolo. So just enjoy your life and your family and, you know, love that's each a, other and have fun. There's that saying, isn't there? There's only two things in life that are certain, death and taxes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's it, isn't it? Enjoy, enjoy the enjoyables and control the controllables and they'll be all right. There you go. I've used that a couple of times, mate, I bet. No, not at all. I've just thought of it. <laughs> Yeah, you go. You got you got a new line to use now, haven't you? That's very good, mate. Fresh from the Premier League. Oh, mate, you need to get some of them before when you're writing your sort of speeches and stuff to say at these ceremonies and stuff. You need to get a bit of prosecco. On. Is it a fine, a finest prosecco? Is it a little prosecco? Is it an Aldi prosecco? Oh, only <laughs> as definitely the best. Oh, mate, yeah, extra special. Yeah, it's always on offer. That's the one we go for. Yeah. Quite, quite Six substantial. Do we? Six fifty a bottle at the moment. It's 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 nice. I do cost of living. Cost of living crisis has, hasn't hit you yet, then, Chris. <laughs> Peter, you 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 only live once. 
what we just said. We did. Um, but saying that, I think that's 49 PT, but it is down in uh, Worthing. So you're lucky there, mate. You, can, you know, how many bottles of that you can get and you get one free. But anyway, this isn't the Premier Death Podcast, the Premier Drinking <laughs> Podcast. This is the Premier Non-League Podcast. We are, we are back for another episode. But, gents, I think we just need to say, because this podcast is going out on Friday, if you haven't yet voted, please vote for us in the Football Content Awards in the Best in Non-League category. You'll find it on our socials at the PNLP. It's too complicated. But if you find, search for the Football Content Awards on Twitter, on social, or on their website, Football Content Awards on Google, please vote us for the, the Best in Non-League. There's some fantastic other podcasts, other creators out there that are in the Non-League category. But to be nominated in the podcast category, oh, the best in non-league, would just be amazing for us, wouldn't it? Pete, as we had last year, we had the experience of Rebel Yell being nominated in the best in non-league category. And you and Spencer, our co-creator on the Rebel Yell podcast, had quite a nice boozy night up in London, didn't you? We did. I noticed the next one's in Manchester. Um, but, Chris. Re, re, yeah, very true. Um, but re, regardless of that, I, I, I think they made the voting a bit awkward this year, though, haven't they? Yeah. They have you. you it's, it's the whole social media stuff. Like you can vote on yeah. Twitter and thing, but you have to vote the exact thing. So I don't know. Do you tag the podcast? Do you say the name? But um, they seem to have overcomplicated it. But as yeah, we said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could just go on the website and click and go, yeah, job done. Yeah. So and as we said, strange. as we said for Rebel Yell last year, got as Pete, we it's just to get our name out there a little bit. Obviously, we're growing more and more. I mean, we saw the seven hundredth Twitter follower this week, so thank you all for following us on Twitter. Can we make it to a thousand by the end of the year at the PNL? Of course, I think can. that's a, definitely that's an definitely. easy target. Definitely. I mean, because I think I think I Trev, Trev's been quite on it this summer with it and he's been keeping an eye on it but Gazzy I know you have as well but it's got yeah. been gone from about 400 up to 700 not even less think, than 400 I think it's gone from about 350 at the end of last season to 700 now so we've doubled in the space of a couple of months and if we get Chris May's listeners from his uh, commentary <laughs> you know over yeah. 300 yeah, then yeah. we'll hit the, hit the thousand won't we absolutely I don't know how you no, get numbers good. how do you get numbers like that Chris <laughs> um Oh, well, don't forget, obviously, the fan base, the South Shields fan base is huge, and um, we've got a lot of expats, there's a lot of South Shields expats who can't go to any games, home or away, um, so we've, we've got listeners all over the world, I mean, that sounds, it sounds a bit big-headed and a bit crass, but it's true, we've got listeners mm. in America, in Brazil, so... Um, oh, we've, it, we've, we've got Australia, Chris. One of our normal listeners was actually at the game last night, so it was great to meet up with him. He's over from Ireland, so it was great to see right. him. Um, it's just one of those things where I think it stems for also from, you know, when during the, um, the COVID thing, um, we, we did the live streaming. Um, South Shields Football Club did the live streaming, and Ronnie and I did those shows. And um, they were very, very popular. So I think it's just it's just kind of snowballed from there, really. Um, Chris, I think you've also got to say, I think it's because you've got a sexier sounding voice than Vale. I mean, a Brummy accent compared to Geordie accent. I mean, uh... <laughs> I'm, I just getting, I'm getting, I'm getting extended band now, aren't I, Pete? <laughs> can I? But yeah, never six months. <laughs> the Brummy, the, apart from my accent, the Brummy accent is my favourite of all accents. Can I just put Are that out there? Are you taking a piss? Are you taking a piss? No. Not at all. What about our Not southern accent, like southern fairy? You know what I mean, mate? No, no, no. <laughs> no I do. You got a bit of an annoying accent, James. <laughs> There's no substance to it, is there? No. That is <laughs> really going through effing head tonight. No, let's, seriously, let's let's get to talking about football. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting on there. Anyway, yeah, let's vote for us in the FCAs. Let's hope we have a nice little night out in Manchester and that we can finally reunite all of the PNLP lot because it would be good for us. And it's an excuse that we can't really turn down. But um, please vote. Last day voting, I think, is today, the day of release, which is the Friday at the PNLP. Find out on there. Votes in the best in non-league category would just be forever grateful. Even just to get a nomination, it'd be amazing, guys and girls. Anyway, yeah. moving on to football. We, we've messed around for the past 10 minutes. Um, well... Let's do it in league order because Chris Chris is going to just bang on about South Shields and how amazing they are as much as we love them. But Peter, Gareth, as Worthing fans, this this National League lark is a piece of piss, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I've seen Worthing play once this season and they almost lost, so I'm going to stay out of this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pete, you, out of all of us, you've seen the most. 
Yeah. I've, seen, I've seen I've seen every game. <laughs> you have, yeah, exactly. You can't stay away, can you? But how how how? I mean, it's it's been quite nervy at times. I mean, I've not seen as many games as I'd like to have seen. But you know, we finally broke our duck of winning at home. We've had three draws, and now we've had our first wins. We're still unbeaten at home, but those first games, probably bar one, we should have won at home. Uh, the away games have been amazing with some last minute winners and some wonder goals and some penalty saves. It's been all drama. I mean, God, if if um if bunch of amateurs, if Rich was filming us, I think he'd have more content with Worthing than he would with uh, Dorking so far this season. It has been an amazing little start to the season, Pete. And from from behind the microphone, what what are your thoughts so far? Because as a fan point of view, and like you know, standing obviously next year and everything like that, it's been it's been amazing. No, it's it's it has been absolutely incredible start to the season. If you if you'd said to me at the start of the season, after eight games, we'd be unbeaten. Um, I'd have probably said uh, you, you're mental, to be honest. Um, but but that's the that's the start we had. We're sitting third in the table. Um, Ebb's fleet, 100 record at the moment. Eight games, eight wins. Incredible. Haven't on their coattails. They, they ha- they've only dropped two points, just one draw and seven wins. And uh, as we speak, they are winning at the moment um, this evening. But yeah, I couldn't be. Couldn't be more pleased for Worthing start. It's just absolutely incredible. I think the players we've got in um, have been have really added to the team, and I think I think there's more to come to them. And obviously, yesterday Mo Jama bagging a bagging a brace uh, came through the academy. Um, he's eight stones. So Ghana, wasn't it? Is it Ghana? Gambia. It's from the Gambia. Gambia. Yeah, yeah, from from the Gambia. Um, so Dean, Dean Cox Development Centre uh, with their scouts all over the place. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's just been an incredible start. All the games have been exciting. We've either scored early or or we've scored late, late equalisers, late winners. Um, Lewis White's goal at St Albans, absolutely Unreal. incredible. I went a bit mental on the commentary and I couldn't speak did, for about yeah. five minutes afterwards. <laughs> it's just and you had to speak with the penalty save as well, didn't you? And then the penalty save after that, it's like the most magic 10 minutes I've ever commentated on. Um, so, yeah, it's been absolutely incredible. But, you, you know, you you look at some of the, t- the teams at home that we've played, they've also, it was, uh, obviously Chippenham, um, you know, they, they just seem to, to park the bus. When 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 they've come to us, but obviously when we go when we've gone we away, said that they were celebrating after, weren't they? They were sort of celebrating. They drawn with Worthing, and they were in the playoffs last year. Yeah, it's a bit of a strange one there, uh, but but it shows the respect that pe- people have got for it. I was speaking to Craig Edwards last night, the Chesham manager. Um, obviously, after 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 the game, and he, he was saying. Um, of all the, the teams they've played this season, that, that Worthing are, are, are the best team that they've played, and and that's a big compliment from a, from another manager. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a good season. But you you know the other teams, we've done well at Welling away, beat them four two, um, and Welling are up there in the playoff places, sixteen points from their first eight games. So you know there's there's good teams in this league and you, you can see it with the physicality and the strength and, and 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 the rest of it but yeah we've started the season well and i hope it can i hope it continues and obviously we turn our attention to the fa cup this weekend away at slough we could have got a nicer draw against uh but we've got slough who are in ninth place in the national league south at the moment so that'll be interesting, but hopefully they'll come out and play like Chesham did last night. They came out to try and give us a game. They gave us a game. It was, inc- you know, really good compared to the other teams who have been to our place and decided to just sim- sit back and park the bus. I hate that place. But as we said, we did say, Deshaun Golding, who was, he was an integral part of our promotion winning squad last year. He didn't really it, step it up was, in the mark. Yeah. It was inevitable he was going to score was what, really, four minutes into the game. Yeah. It was real. It was tell me, I'm still working out how did he celebrate because no one's given me a straight answer. Now I've got you on Zoom right in front of me. You can't lie. How did he celebrate? Was it a silent celebration? Was it a normal celebration? Was it a day? Yeah, it, was a, it was a normal celebration, and he went to the quietest corner flag in the ground and then his usual kick the flag and, and the rest of it. And yeah, fair play to him. Fair play to him. I'm not gonna yeah. criticize him for yeah. the celebration. But if I scored for anybody, I'd celebrate. Don't it, I don't it, get all this showing respect <laughs> and all the rest of it. No, no. Does it worry you that we do this well 
our manager Adam Hinchwood got a year and a half left on his contract or whatever. Could he be tempted by elsewhere? Because he's doing such a good job. Higher up. Because obviously, I'm sure he's got... You know Adam quite well. He's got... I'm sure he, he loves Worthing. We all know that. There's no dispute in that. He's got really... He enjoys his job there. enjoys what he does. But if someone comes calling from a higher level, maybe at an assistant manager, you know, possibly even a manager level, because we're doing so well, the calls are going to start coming. And that's the next thing. Do we worry about that? He's, he's, he's been called before by quite a big yeah. club in the National League. I know. I I'm, know. Not, I'm not going to mention any names, and he he, t- he turned that down. Um, I think having moved less than two years ago to Salzy and having a young family, I hope and I pray. Um, obviously, circumstances change, offers change, all the rest of it. I I hope and pray he stays, but people are going to be sniffing around him soon. Just for bringing the, you know, the with what he's doing with the academy, and we see these academy players come through, play oh, for the I'm first real. team, go on to league clubs. Is is you know, someone's going to come knocking on the door. I, I, <laughs> Definitely, I think. God, I I think he likes the project he's got at Worthing. I think in hmm. my in my head, I think he wants to see it through. I think I spoke to Trev about it. Um, on travels to and from grounds in the past, um, his friend Neil Smith, Smudger, um, Cray Wanderers, he's dropped down from the National League um, to go to a project at Cray Wanderers. So I think managers now, and I think Trevor would back me up if he was here, managers now want that project. I think he can see how far he's brought Worthing. Mm. Um, yes, George is the chairman, and George is the guy that, that owns the club, but effectively most of the work has been done on the field, has been done by by Hinch and I think he wants to see that through I think he'll want to to progress no, with Worthing I hope I hope I I'm right hope, I hope. <laughs> but I think yeah I think the um, having a having a project appeals more to a manager now than than success if that makes sense you build something mm-hmm. put your name to something yeah yeah I mean I agree as, as, as Pete said he moved from Selsey to the Worthing area so he cemented his home and you know you can move house quite easily um, but you've seen, like, obviously, myself um, and Spencer, who does the Rebel Yard podcast, went to see Jasper Patton and played for Wickham against Charlton a couple of weeks ago in League One. You've got uh, Ricky, who plays for Swindon. Um, other players have gone up. We've got Marvin Armstrong. Trev's not here to speak about it tonight, but Marvin Armstrong signed for Barnet, a league above, which was kind of a surprising move. But it just shows the pathway we're doing at Worthing. We've got players from the youth squad, like, as we said, Pete Joe Rye has come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah and you haven't. And you haven't mentioned Finn Stevens yet, either going to Brentford. Well, Finn Stevens, yeah, came, yeah, he's in the Premier League now, but he's on loan to Swansea at the moment. He's gone on loan yeah. sort of to get first team football at Swansea, and I haven't seen because I think he signed at the end of the transfer window, obviously with the Queen's death and everything. I don't think there's really been time to bed in. But it'll be interesting to see how often he plays with Swansea because Brentford aren't going to send him to a club to just sit on the bench, are they? No. Mm. And and Kwame Poku went to Colchester and Adjaboy. boy. As your boy who went Peter to Sutton. Obviously, they weren't in the um, National League then. Was well, that um, Peter now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's moved to Peter Records. So, yeah, he's just had this conveyor belt of players. It's amazing. I don't know. It's just Chris, amazing. With, with South Shields, is, is that a big thing up there with the, the youth setup and getting yeah. people through? Huge. Um, it's, it's very, very difficult, particularly at this current level, because... The physicality of the Northern Premier League is such that it's so difficult for youngsters to come through who are still growing, still maturing, physically and mentally. Um, They're tough up north. uh, Yeah. The the emphasis is on um, the youth setup as well. And and there's there's big plans. um, There are links being created in Asia at the moment. Um, In fact, our ladies team currently have I believe it's um, Indonesia's captain, or I'm, I'm going to get laced for this, but uh, we have we've got a current international from Asia in the in the South Shields ladies setup um, because of the links one our ex, um, executive director has over there. So the 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 real um, emphasis is on trying to grow your own. You, you know, you you cannot money only gets you so far. Um, and uh, but it is so tough, and I, I, I've been listening with, with with great interest what you've said so far tonight, and um, I'm just curious as to what the difference is between the um, Trident League 
sta- um, standards and the National League South standard because I'm convinced that if South Shields get out of the Northern Premier League, they will flourish at National League North level because I don't think it'll be quite as physical. Have you noticed any differences this year so far? Physicality. A lot more physical in the National League really? South compared to, really? the, to, to the Trident League, as you called it. Yeah. I yeah it's really been noticeable. I think you'll be surprised. And it, it just seems the players are just like, a, you know, bigger and bulkier for some reason. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's quite weird. Because generally you get in the Trident Leagues, what you got, you got a team that comes along and you've got your big centre-backs, a big forward, but most of the other players are sort of average height. And yeah. Worthing aren't a big, huge team, to be honest. We've only got Aaron yeah. Racine at the back, who's about six foot three. Um, and he's the tallest player. But you see some of these other players, and you're like, wow, look at the size of him. Yeah. <laughs> and they're absolutely yeah. brick shit houses, some of them. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to mess with him. Um, so, no. yeah, that's the biggest difference I've noticed. We've said it before. I think we all know that the National South is probably a lesser league than the National North, and the National North is a lot more competitive than the teams that are up there. So, you know, if you take the physicality from National South, I think I've, I've been quite surprised because I think Spencer said Welling is a team that said uh, he was talking to a couple of fans, Pete, and said after that, said, you know, if you play like that everywhere, you're going to do very well in this league. And it has been a very physical league and we, we've got a squad that seems to be able to cope with that. But some of the teams around there, you know, some of the mid-table sort of table teams have been... It's almost like... And it's, it's, it's bad to speak ill of them, but it feels like some of them are making up the numbers a little bit. And it's almost like if it wasn't for only like two... two, two I think it's four relegation places this season, so maybe you'll get someone going out. But obviously, you've got to make up the numbers. So some have coasted for quite a few years and maybe this is where by the time they're starting to come to fruition and show that actually, yeah, they are coasting. They need to sort of act up the game because otherwise they're going to find themselves in a lot of trouble. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Possibly. I don't know you were referring that to. Um, but it was like, but Weymouth, I, they weren't a big team. They're quite, they were quite young, um, and we struggled against them for the first twenty-five minutes. Really, really, really did struggle against them away from home. Obviously, we came away with three-nil win in the end. Um, but that was the that was the only team I could say that we played so far that mm-hmm. weren't big, big, big players. There was a lot of youngsters, yeah. a lot of young players in that team. Yeah. You know, probably nineteen twenty. I think um, whether that's because obviously they've they had you know come down from the National League South last season. Whether that, you know they can't sign those sort of players anymore, I don't know because uh, obviously they're the bottom of the National League South at the moment. Um, so it's tough to tell, but yeah, it's the physicality that surprised me. How, how the big difference in the physicality, yeah. and, that, and, that, and that surprises me as well. Um, obviously, different. Um, Ends of the country, I suppose, but um, I, I'm still convinced that um, the Northern Premier League that South Shields are in at the moment is more physical than North, than the National League North. But obviously, all will be revealed next year should mm. South Shields yeah. continue in the form they're yeah. No, I agree with Chris because you, you'd you'd think, wouldn't you, that you know the, the lower you go, the more physical it is. Yeah, so, absolutely. Sort of, you know, you not proper, so. yeah, football skill yeah. for footballers. Um, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, it's took me by surprise to be honest. Yeah, yeah. 
But what hasn't surprised me, what hasn't, I've got to be honest with you, it's not just to sound good or sound nice, but what hasn't surprised me is how well Worthing is doing because um, um, you've got a good side. You've got a good side. You've got a good squad with a good manager who knows what he's doing. Um, and that really, if you've got that kind of blueprint, that kind of uh, nucleus around you, you're going to be all right. Um, mm. So the fact, yeah, I th I'm surprised that maybe that you're, you're unbeaten, but I'm not surprised that you're successful because you've got a good side and um, good sides do well. So we generally don't know what to expect, though, to be fair, mate. Like, honestly, like, yeah, it was just one of those things that, like, it was so weird. Like, you know, none of us could go in. And as Pete said at the beginning of the sort of chat, if you had said to me, middle of September, I mean, it's, you know, two more match days, it's the end of September. Um, yeah. And if we were in third position at the end of September, beginning of October, I'd been like, are you for real? Like, Worthing have gone up yeah. into third. Because absolutely, I mean... I, I've, they're going to have a glitch. Everyone has a glitch. You know, they're not. I, I can't see them remaining unbeaten and winning every single game. But they're 100 percent record right now. Um, the the difference, I, sorry, the, the difference with Everton though is that they're um, they're they're the only full time side in the league. So they've go. got that additional. They've got that additional time to prepare between games. Where there's someone like Worthing and Hinch has got Tuesday, yeah. Thursday, Saturday. He's only actually got Thursday, hasn't he? Because yeah, which is why Chris is saying so. maybe if the national south, national north, maybe yeah. he thinks they're going to be really good because they'll be one of the only. I mean, how many full time teams are in the national north at the moment? I don't know, but I'd guess there's and probably more than one. Because some have some have gone from full time to part time and vice versa. So it's difficult to say. Um, but I, speaking of you know, Gaz mentioned there about full time. The, the full time model at Shields is is beginning to pay dividends this this season so far. So. Um, it, is, it does make a big difference. It should do at national, uh, at Northern Premier League level, but at National League South, it is going to make a difference. It really will. It definitely yeah. will. That might that might be a bit of a leveler as the season progresses. But if you get points on the board early, you know you can have that dip, and you'll be all right. Yeah. No, oh, Chris. I mean, it, sorry. So, sorry, James. Um, That's all right. Uh, Chris. Yeah. Your game last weekend. I watched the highlights. Yeah, you scored a goal, and there was a bit of aggravation. Mm. What was that yeah. all about? Because I couldn't make out what had gone yeah. on. Yeah, um, so I, I, to be honest, I wasn't there, but I do know what happened. Um, um, one of the subjects that we might get around to later on, you know, shit um for want of a better expression. Um, working in town, it was the FA Cup first qualifying round. That was it. In town. And uh, you know they, they were two one up, and um, we're doing a little bit of you know game management, should we say? And um, the goalkeeper um, kicked the ball out of play and went down with cramp allegedly. Now he shouldn't, done, he shouldn't have done that. Um, and um, because he was play, he was kind of working the referee all off for about twenty minutes before that. Literally, just kicked the ball out of play and sat down. Now, um, it was clear that there was nothing wrong with him, uh, according to my sources, who are pretty good, I have to say. It's not just like the daft lads, but um, um, South Shields had a throw in and decided to keep possession and didn't throw the ball back to Workington. In fact, there were members of the um, crowd who were imploring the South Shields throwing ticket to not throw back to them. Um, and so the throwing was taken and Shields eventually, wasn't just from the directly from the throw, but Shields eventually yeah. scored, causing a bit of a furore. Um, but it, it, you reap, to me, you reap what you saw. Um, you know, so uh, that's, what, that's what happened anyway. Right, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I just, I just saw him getting aggy, and I was like, mm, yeah, "What's yeah. going on there?" <laughs> yeah, and there was some mutual, there was some mutual friends in both sides. So I think there was, I think the, the the discussion after the game in the in the um in the lounge would have been interesting. I think. Mm. So Chris, moving on, like from Worthing, obviously Pete, we're very happy, and as we say, if we can if we can get to the next episode, we're still sitting third and pretty. I'd be quite happy, but um. 
he, he has got his Prosecco, which is that Prosecco, oh, Prosecco out. He's got his Prosecco out. Is that a really bad <laughs> accent? I won't do it again to insult, but um, Prosecco man, Prosecco <laughs> man, how are you? how are you the lads? It's top of the league. Um, <laughs> That's terrible. Please stop. Uh, actually, it's away the lads. That's a Newcastle United thing, isn't it? I should definitely not say that in front of Sunderland fans, should I? Um, South Shields, step three still. Obviously, we don't need to go into what happened last season. We've gone through that plenty of times. Yeah, yeah. But sitting pretty, Chris, are South Shields getting yeah. promoted? Yeah, they are. Um, How are they? No doubt, <laughs> no doubt about it. Um, um, and I, I go back to what I've said on the Mariners podcast on a previous episode of Premier Non-League. Um, the recruitment that has been done over the summer has been astute. It's been um, very, very cleverly done. And quite simply, South Shields have signed proper players who give a shit, who, who want yeah. to win, who want to play. And, um, and so because of that and the fact that they do want to work hard and they've taken the other players with them on that journey, the full-time model is beginning to work. They are fitter, they are stronger, and um, you know we're, we're sitting four points clear at the top, albeit with most teams have a game in hand on us. Um, we're still unbeaten, 18 points from eight games. Um, you know, I would have taken that at the start of the season, like you've just said about Worthing. It's just, it's just the, it's the manner in which we've got those points. Um, the players don't give up. There's been a lot of late goals. There's been a lot of uh, never say die attitudes, and it's just refreshing to watch. You know, we were away. To, Ronnie and I commentated at Lancaster last night. You know, in March we played at Lancaster and stunk the place out and were bullied and um, lost one nil. Last night we bullied them and we destroyed. The first forty-five minutes was just as good as I've seen in three years. Magnificent performance. The game was won at half time. And then we just managed the second half. It was a bit scrappy, but didn't look at any danger. And it's proper players doing proper jobs. And they have taken some of those other lads with them on that journey. It's wonderful to see. And finally, you know, slowly but surely, we're getting rid of last year's rubbish. Yeah. And, and again, you, you, you're undefeated, aren't you? You've won the last four yeah. in a row. But Absolutely. You, you've had a run of, you won the first game of the season and have three draws. Was yeah. you thinking then, oh God, it's <laughs> it's yeah, going down this no, road again? Well, because those draws um, were games, particularly the away games that we would have lost last year. There's no doubt about it. The games, all the games that every game this season, South Shields should have won every game. So the draws, Shields should have won. They haven't taken their chances. But last season, if that was the scenario, they would have conceded. And they haven't this time because of the mentality, the just the overall professionalism of them. There's players in there who have done it. Um, Gary Little, for instance, 700 you know um, appearances in the football league. You know he's been there and done it. Um, Michael Woods, Martin Smith, they're just proper footballers who want to win. Mm. Whatever shirt they put on, they want to win for that shirt. And um, to me, it's a breath of fresh air. And what I've seen so far this season has really energised me and a lot of other people because it's just what we... You know, at the end of the day, we go, to, we go to football for a release, don't we? From the day-to-day yeah. Yeah. of life. And the least you expect is the team that you're paying to watch, the least you expect is for those players to put 100% in. You know, you work, we work all week. We want them to work... Yes, we want, to, we want them to work for 90 minutes or 95 minutes. The least you can ask for. Mm. It didn't happen last year from some players, not all, but enough. And this year, it's not happening. One to 17, every player who's putting on a South Shield shirt is putting a shift in. And it's brilliant to watch. Yeah. And Mask, Mask have started start the season well. But actually, you've, you've got a four-point lead at the start um, after yes. eight games, which is not, which is not a shabby. By, by any means. And you've got Mask, Radcliffe, Stafford and Hyde all yeah. sort of sharing second place on 14 points. But a nice a nice four-point cash cushion at the start of the season. It's not bad. It really is. Because those are those teams that you've mentioned, Pete, they're not really teams that you'd expect to be there. There's been a few surprises. and uh, But Mask, Mask have 
a 25-plus goal striker. Adam Boyes, you know, he scored millions of goals last season, millions of goals the season before. And, and he's, he's, joint top, he's, he's joint top scorer. Yeah. So, you know, they know what they're doing. They know how to win games. Um, and it's actually, as a, for the North East, it's great to see Mask doing well. And... Um, is it Mask, is it? Sorry, Chris, is it Mask or Mask? Well, you, it's, it's, you pronounce we it We had this conversation last season, Mask. Did we? Yeah. Yeah, have you ever suffered with it Mask? We pronounced it Mask. There's an R in there. Yeah. Mask. Mask. I, I've got to say, as a, as a, as a North Easterner, I used to call it Mask. I have to say, you know, all my life until I met a few people from down that neck of the woods and they said, no, it's Mask. So, yeah, it's Mask. Okay. I stand corrected. Mask, it's mask, mask by the sea. Mask <laughs> by the sea. I, I don't think that's got the ring to it as Worthing by the sea, to be fair. So I'll leave it at that. But um, it, it's good. To, it, it's really good to see. And, you know, obviously, South Shields are the sort of guinea pig because they're obviously with this full time model. As we said, maybe it's too early, maybe it's too late. It seems to be working so far because we said about the quality of players. You know, we said it with um, Jimmy Dean, with Peter Sports. So he was like, he doesn't think it's right for sort of a step, a step three club to be full time, let alone a step four. Mm-hmm. And we've got you know Mark Macclesfield and stuff like that. So it will be, it will be a test of time. And obviously, you know that we all want you to do well, and we'd love to have you up in the same league. I mean, the way it's going, I think we're both going to get promotion right now. Isn't that right, Pete? <laughs> Hopefully, but Peter, Peterborough Sports have had a good start to the season, haven't they? They're in uh, eighth, yeah. eighth position. Yeah, so, certainly. And it looks quite a tight league as well. That one, apart from Kings Lynn, sort of uh, what is three points ahead of everyone. But Peterborough Sports have had a cracking little start. Well, to the I, I think it, I think it's right to just before we move on a little bit, just to say about we know what one of our PNLP friends uh, in uh, uh, Bobby Wilkinson, he has um, left Bracknell Town. Uh, I have spoken to him this evening. He's going to come on the next episode and explain it all. So right now, we're not going to speculate. We're not going to say that he's asked this thing. And he'll come on and give us an open and honest conversation. As we know from our interview we did with him at the end of last season, he's open and honest and he will be like, he'll keep true to his word. He called me just before we came on to record. He just said, I want to update you. I can't speak yet. It's all through legal processes. And, you know, hopefully um, we can get him on. He said he'll be on in the next episode. So, Good luck, Bobby. Um, hopefully the moves are good and we look forward to hearing what it is and where it is and we look forward to speaking to you about it. Um, Gaz, what have you been up to the last couple of weeks? Because I know you've been to a load of variety of matches. I have. I've been all over the place. I think I've only done Worthing once this season because I have been various different places of which I cannot remember half of them. But let me go on my footballogy <laughs> app while we're talking and I can tell you where I've been. Um, last night, well, I was no, at last night you were at Worthing I United. At, I was at Worthing United last night. Um, I mean, Pete, why would you do that? I've because, been to Worthing United. Because there is yeah, more... Because there is, <laughs> yeah, because there's more to non-league football than just the National League and the National League North and South. There's, the, there's, step, there's seven yeah, steps yeah. to that. Well said, Gaz. Yeah, so I went to Worthing United versus Hailsham last night. I was expecting to see the Love Island uh, Lothario playing for Hailsham, but he wasn't there. That's why you. That's why. That's you why went. I went. Yeah, that's why I went. Uh, 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 Luca Bish, who's Mike yeah. Owen's little bit on the side. Yeah, Mike yeah. Owen's daughter's bit on the side. Um, and I did. I did tweet, and if if you follow us on Twitter, you probably have seen it over over the course of today. It created a little bit of a positive vibe shall we say I want to say the, the three officials last night uh, a guy called Kyle Mann Ryan Box and Lee Huffer the, t- the two assistants was by far some of the best officiating I've seen all season so far hold on, hold on. I can, I'm going to match you and raise you 10 there because last night there was no yellow cards in our game and the officials are absolutely outstanding Is the referee's name is uh, Lloyd Wood yeah but he wouldn't get his cards out. <laughs> this referee had to get his cards out, and he, but he was very fair. And the one thing we shout out about on officials, I think, is the consistency and the inconsistency of, of their yeah. decisions. But yeah. everything... Talk about officials. We had an official at Worthing. I think it was the Chippenham game, and it was a female referee. And this could be a very controversial subject. I don't think we should go into it too much. But I, I personally felt... <laughs> oh, there we go. Don't want to go into too much. I'm on my microphone, 
I personally felt awkward about calling her out because it was a woman. Like, is that wrong from me? Um, no, or... I, 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 no, I said it on air. You're looking at her as a referee. Yeah. She was awful. You're not bringing her, 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 her someone's sex into it or their persuasion or what, what, whatever it is. But why did I feel you are, bad calling her? Out? I know you, you do though. It's a natural. That's the way we, you know, this snowflake society's being brought up now. It's like, oh, right. we can't call that out because we're going to get criticised. And I called out on the commentary and I said she was, she was poor. She was, she was really that was poor. Being polite, and, right. Yeah. Yeah, can I can I just say we've got back we on we've got back onto bad refereeing when I'm trying to be positive and give someone some positive <laughs> reinforcement yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, good yeah, refereeing. So let, let's James let's go from, away from that. Uh, yeah, I just uh, shout out. Because there's there's so much negativity around referees because they're not consistent and everything else. So this referee yeah. from minute one to minute ninety was consistent the whole way through. His officials and his assistant referees got uh, more or less everything spot on. There was no there was a few times where the players, but actually since then, I tweeted it to the, uh, last night. It was picked up by the Worthing United manager and also a couple of players from Hailsham Town as well, um, both both in which given the referee praise. So I think it really needs to go, it needs to be out there. Um, okay, yeah, just but, before we move no, on from good. the resting of fixtures, yeah. um, I was going to mention about this Love Island stuff because there's a couple of players now in like non-league steps that are Love Island footballers and go, now, is it because he's a good footballer or is it to get a bit of gain attraction for the well, club? Because he's a Brighton place player, this Luca Bish. Hailsham's not far away. Is it to is it a marketing technique to get people interested in non-league? Because it doesn't because I just see it so often now. Every time a new series of Love Islands on, there's some non-league footballer letting his team down because he's gonna get his five minutes of fame. Go and sign somewhere else, and then he's got some like um new girlfriend on the side. Mm. I mean, obviously we know at Worthing, not so much so, but one of our Former, I think former directors, um, Ian Hart's daughter, Amy Hart, was on Love Island and she, you know, she's a local well-known person, but she's not involved with a footballer. But you see a lot of the male footballers now. Is it Gaz and like Pete and, you know, did you think, it, especially being down south, I mean, I don't know if it really happens up north, Chris. I don't know if there's that many, but it, is it just an annoying marketing technique? I don't think so. From my understanding, he played at Saltney before he went into onto the show. So he's played before in a similar sort of level. Um, so I think it's just a case of getting out and wanting to. Don't get me wrong. Do I think that more people, when he's announced as playing, more people will go to Hailsham and watch them? I should have realised last night, to be fair, that he wasn't going to be there because they're not going to. He's not going to make his debut in an away game, is he? If anyone at Hailsham has got uh, an ounce of commercial uh, nouse about them, it will be a home game and they'll announce before that he's he's in the match day squad um, and there'll be a booster through the crowd. You, you know there will be in a bit. It won't be your usual people that go and watch non-league, but hey, that's that's what we're here for, isn't it? We're trying to grow the non-league game. If it's growing the non-league game, regardless of how it's how it's happening. Yeah, but it does it is, make you cringe? No. No. Um, it's only the same as hashtag, for example, who, oh, who yeah, yeah they've grown the non-league game by, by using YouTube. Dawkins yeah, are doing the, growing the non-league game using a bunch of amateurs. As I get, again, it's all, gro- it's all growth and yeah. good for the non-league game, in my opinion. So, yeah. well, I, I don't watch any reality TV rubbish like Love Island and all that. I Crap thought I saw you down at that bar in Worthing that showed the final of uh, Love Island the other week, didn't I? No, no, I can't abide reality TV. It drives me absolutely up the bloody wall. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Chris. Um, but if um, if it helps promotion and non league game, I love it because I saw last night Bowers and Pitsy versus Wingate had an. Had an attendance of seventy one last night, and Bowers ground is in the middle of a big, big housing estate. Yeah, and they've got seventy one people, and it's like, what, 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 what's happening? We do need more promotion, non league games. So I don't you know. think, I don't think there was much less than that at the Step Six game that I was at last night. So it's Step Six, it's uh, Southern Combinations Division mm. One. So, but this is Step Three. 
Yeah, that's what I mean. Three. I don't think there was um, much difference between the two, to be fair. Um, yeah, which is I a bit scary, that. isn't it? Yeah. It's scary for non-league. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I think any, <laughs> any no no publicity is bad publicity unless it's Yeah, you've got a point. You've got a point. Um, you've got a point. Um, guys, um, the Queen is dead. Long live the King. Week of mourning, the last sort of since she passed away on Thursday. Football was cancelled at weekend, but a lot of sporting events were. Now, we've all agreed on here. We're not going to get about personal views about the monarchy. We're going to talk about the, the facts of football. Was it the right decision to postpone football this weekend? No. No. Gaz, you Gaz, no. I don't agree. No, no. Well, I think we're in agreement there. We're in agreement there. We're in agreement. Why did they postpone football, but they didn't postpone rugby, cricket, other sporting events, concerts, festivals, but football was seen to be the only one. Because as a, quite a lot of people said, and I agree, there would be nothing better than at 3pm, 2.50 to 3pm to every ground be built on that than the National Anthem. Yep. I think that would be a perfect way of tributing the Queen and the future King. What, why was the decision made like that? What what do we think went wrong? Was it the, the, the football just trying to make a name for itself again, the FA, the National League, or was it... It's such a it's such a controversial subject, but yeah, Pete. I think it's the FA, as usual, are outdated, out of touch. <laughs> They've got no grasp on reality and people's feelings, thinkings. Not everyone is a royalist in this country. I don't mind the mon- I don't mind the monarchy. You know. Um, you know, some people don't like them. I don't mind them. Um, but, the, you know, yeah, obviously the Queen has died. You've got to have respect for the woman, what she done, her humility and everything else. Yeah. Uh, everyone wants pays their respects in different ways. And I think football fans across the country um, may have just wanted that two-minute silence in the ground about the National Anthem out. That's our sign of respect. Thank you very much. Let's let's get on. Let's get on with life because obviously, you know, that's not close family to me or anything. Never met the woman. I saw saw her from a distance once, um, but that's that's about it. It's not like you're you're close close. So it's like, why why does the whole country have to stop because of that yeah. one thing? I don't want to sound heartless in any way, shape, or form. But we're not we're not talking. And about we probably that. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. we you know I'm, I might be coming across as selfish because obviously I'm a football fan. I, I want the football con- to, to continue um, re- regardless. I wanted it to continue during COVID when we've done the Let's Let Fans In campaign. We've done all that. Sort of, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I might be a selfish football fan, but at the same time, I, I think they just sort of overreacted. But then yeah. when they saw what happened, was it at Arsenal there? Someone said it was like 40 seconds into the, Liverpool. The, Liverpool. Was it? And they, start, and they started booing. Yeah. And maybe yeah. maybe Liverpool, um, the FA had that in the back of their head that they didn't want yeah. repeats of that across the country. Liverpool was always going to be the kind of litmus test of, of it all because of history and, and, and fairly recent history, really. Um, what happened at Liverpool last night wasn't a surprise to me. Um Going on with what Pete's just said, I just think that the FA, uh, well, basically football administrators, whether it's FA or whoever, um, once again have got it wrong, like they got it wrong in 2020. It's yeah. just um, like, it was as if like, to me, it was almost as if like, well, how good can, um, how best can we, make a stand and pay tribute to Her Majesty? How how can we do this in a more meaningful way than the RFU or anybody else? And they just arsed it up again, really, um, for want of a better phrase. Um, you know, last night at, at, at the Shields at, the, at Lancaster, bearing in mind, South Shields were away to Lancaster and the monarch is also the Duke of Lancaster. So it had real poignancy last night because the monarch is, the, and I didn't, I found this out last night, the monarch is 
the Duke of Lancaster. So when King Charles ascended the throne, he also became Duke of Lancaster. So um, it had real poignancy. And it was, yeah, for me it was. So everyone um, was absolutely fine last night. Minute silence was held. Um, It was nicely done. Saturday would have been probably even better, like you say. Once again, the football authorities have just arsed it up. Um, but do we think the government should have maybe taken ownership and said, like, no sporting yes. events this weekend, rather than giving the ownership, said, right, yeah. there's going to be no sporting events this weekend. Because obviously we've ba- seen basically. this coming weekend, there's things being cancelled because of the Royal Funeral. Yeah, Don't yeah give... but there's a government arsing yeah. it up again, isn't it? It's a government, yeah, no, you know, yeah. 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 But but then the government, yeah, the government should have said it one way or the other, and then everyone can live with it, and then they give the decision to the FA, and you know the FA never get a decision right. Yeah, no, I, no. I think it's, I said it's written in stone that one, isn't it? It's I like, think I said, are we are we surprised after yeah. null and void after all the postponements? I wasn't surprised when the as soon as the DCMS said we'll leave it up to the individual, uh, the individual. Yeah. associations um, and I think as soon as you saw that national anthem being sung at the Oval I think it was for the cricket it, it was indeed I, I think as soon as you saw that I think I think the um, for want of a better expression the arse fell out of the FA because yes. they saw what could be done and how it could be done and go oh we, we bollocked up again mm-hmm. but then e- yeah. even this weekend they're, they're saying so like the Premier League is back this weekend, for example, but there's no Chelsea Liverpool, there's no United Leeds, I think it is, and there's no Brighton Palace. That's down to policing issues, isn't it? Policing. Is it? Yeah, yeah. that's what because I was right, okay. Definitely Brighton Palace, yeah. Of, yeah, because of the London policing. Right, the okay. Horse, yeah, no, that's fair enough. So, but again, you know, <sighs> that's not right either, is it? It's not right that you've got a full programme of sport, but three games are postponed. That's what I'm trying that to get at. Right. Yeah, that's not right either, guys. It's, it's, it's Just, not right at all. The, I, think the pro- I think the problem is that they're too scared to postpone the whole thing again because where are they going to fit these games mm. in? With a Hold on. Another yeah. member of the football governing body cocking up and sending it to Qatar and having a Winter World Cup. Mm. Where are they going to yeah. fit these fixtures in? Mind you, don't complain, man. Don't moan, because that's going to be non-league football's huge gain. Yeah, so, absolutely. No, absolutely. I take that. Yeah. Because, um, get out and watch all the games over the over the winter. But no, guys, you're right. No, it's just not good. It's not good enough. It's 2022, no, no. man. It's yeah. just not good enough. No. Yeah. Yeah. They've got to. Yeah, they've yeah. just got to understand that there's people of different opinions around the country, and life has to go on. It doesn't do we do we think do we think like a little bit in some ways and I was saying this to my wife like if I'm being for COVID and I'm being for everything thing, do you think maybe a lot of shops would have been closed for a morning period? Do you know what I mean? Like because obviously the government and the royal family don't want to cause any more issues because obviously the last couple of years we've had with shutting openings, closings, everything like that. Mm. Do you think it could have been something to do with that? Maybe why they get put the, the the opinion and the choice into the hands of the business owners and the obviously they pretty much said we expect you to close on 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 Monday, but obviously as you guys know what job I do, that's no chance because I'm I'm in public transport. That's not going to happen yeah. as if anywhere else was in. But do you think maybe that's the reason why they they put the choice into businesses and like organisations' hands because of COVID? Um, yeah. I think it's an easy <laughs> pass the buck thing. I think it might be an easy pass the buck, but um, I don't think. Did that you went say yes, ahead. Chris? Well, yes and no because you know I, I think some of that is true. Yes, because of COVID, but also no because maybe employers think that their staff might want to watch the funeral. Um, I'm yeah. working, you know. I'm 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 conducting funerals on Monday, um, so um, to me, you got, big, you got a big job. No, yeah. we'll see him on TV. We'll see him on TV, mate. <laughs> I, He's still not going to come down to work for a pint, though. No. <laughs> I, I work with a lot of like independent retailers in my day-to-day job, and even 
some of them are open until nine o'clock in the morning just to get their essential bits of work done and then closing for the whole day. Some of them are closing at opening up until 10, closing at 10 and then open up again from five onwards. Everyone seems to be doing their little bit. Um, Mm. So I think the government have given, yes, they've said it's a bank holiday, but I think they've given maybe too much in terms of the sport side of it. They should have just gone, all sport is off for two weeks, for two weekends, or they should go, all sport can go ahead. Except yeah. for maybe Monday night football, for example, don't yeah. uh, don't have yeah. it then. Fair enough. But I think, yeah, I think I think the FA and and, and the sporting and governing bodies for football have certainly got it wrong. Yeah, well, yeah, because because look, look at look at Monday, you know, um, it's 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 choice. Most retail is open on a bank holiday Monday. Yeah, yeah. But these, but most places are closing out of respect, which is absolutely mm. fine. You know, that's understandable. I wholeheartedly agree. If that's what people want to do, then do it. But it has to, but at least, actually, you know, the government have given places and people and businesses the choice. Yeah. And they're, they're generally choosing the right thing. So the DCMS gave the FA, going back to the original thing, the choice, and just balls it up. So um, I think what's happened in general has been done properly, has been done well and continues to be done well. I hasten the word. Um, uh, not, do I agree with it? I'm not going to put my views across. That's, that's for a different forum, but it's been done properly. Except football. <laughs> Again. It's just, it's just, just beggars belief. Guys, I think, I think what we do, to, just to wrap that this bit, bit of the podcast up, I think we've got to think, the likelihood is over the next 20 years, we're going to see another royal death. You know, Charles yes. is in his mid-70s. It's not going to be like the Queen. Let's just hope they now will have some sort of protocol. Obviously, they're going to have to redo London Bridge because, as we know, London Bridge has fallen down. That was the protocol, whether it be called that again. Let's hope they do something in the terms of, like, you know, the DCMS, like digital culture media, everything like that, because none of us in our lifetime, none of our parents most probably have seen this. So, and especially if parents, if parents have been alive and seen this back in the day, it would not have been like the world is today. It wouldn't have been. Nope. So, you nope. know, no social media. So hopefully yeah. for, the next, for the next royal death, there'll be a protocol in place. We'll know exactly what happens and that will be a set in stone, whether that'll be in 10 years, 20 years, five years, you know, you don't know. You don't know. Charles is getting old himself. So, you know, we're going to see it again in our lifetime. Fingers crossed. Touch wood. Uh, not for him. I'm not saying I want Charles dead. <laughs> uh, it sounds a bit awful. But at the end of the day, we us four uh, oh, and Trev included are probably going to see another uh, another royal coronation and death in our life. So anyway, before I get myself into more trouble, when well, I don't know what to say, I, I, I um, might hope. I might hopefully. <laughs> Right, Gareth, you said BBC are putting uh, BBC are putting FA Cup qualifying rounds on red yeah. button. Am I right? Yeah, they are this weekend. I think it's Walton and Hersham versus Chatham Town on the red it button. Um, it is. Which I, I again, all for. All for how did they uh, choose that though? Like, how did they choose that? I don't know. I th- like, from what I've why? seen, it's it's. Th- they don't seem to go north of Watford, though, um, from what I've seen in in this season. Um, they're doing a lot. They've they last season they had with the FA Cup. They had a guy called Ellis Platten um, who does a lot. Yeah. He goes. He was putting it all on YouTube this season. They've also gone for the red button. Let's hope that next season maybe we'll get it onto the main BBC channels so everyone can watch it. Um, Worthing South Shields Cup run something like no, Worthing versus South Shields will be unreal. Yeah. The irony is, you know, mentioned not doesn't go north of Watford in 2017 when South Shields won the FA Vars. The very next season, 2017-18, the first qualifying round or preliminary round or whatever it was, South Shields were on the red button. Great. Um, oh. In the FA um, Cup, you know, I think that's probably the last time, unless there's been, I think maybe one more game in the north. But other than yeah. That, but as we've said it before, I think non-league highlights need to be a bit more, you know, as, as we said, like, we can't see our highlights now till Monday afternoon because BT Sport own the rights to them. And I think that's ridiculous. So unless you're going to use a highlight show, unless you're going to do something which they don't do, 
Let us mm. see them on the Saturday night, Sunday morning. As we said it on the first episode, it's crazy. There's no point getting into it again. But this is good to see the BBC doing yeah. it. Yeah, I, I wasn't uh, on the first episode, but I want to have my say. It's the most ridiculous rule I've ever heard of. When all the yeah. leagues can put their highlights up and it's sky even, like you see on YouTube, about five minutes after the goal is scored, you've got yeah. the highlights. So generally, you, you know, you don't have to watch bloody match of a day to see the Pete, goals. Pete, it wasn't They're even that. It's the fact it's that they ridiculous. don't even use it. They don't even use it. That's the thing. No. And then, have you seen they the don't national show, highlights yeah. on BT Sports? No. They don't show the National League South. They don't show the National League North. So why we can't put the yeah. bloody highlights up the same bloody day, I don't it's bloody stupid. know. Oh, it's ridiculous. I've had enough um, of it. Oh yeah, hopefully it will change. Pete's, Pete's one man warfare against the National League and BT Sports. Um, Gareth, you said about Todd Bowley you wanted to mention, um, yeah. the Chelsea manager. He wanted to do some sort of, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's not America, mate, but he wanted to do an all-star game in the Premier League. I can see it appealing to overseas audiences, traditional UK audiences, English audiences, it's not going to work. But he wants to put all the proceeds into non-league grassroots football. Is that right? Yeah, from what from what I what I've read, I tried finding it before I come on. Someone sent it to me earlier, and I was like, um, I, "Yes, it's a good idea if the money does go back into the game. If the money, if if you can get two hundred grand of of cash to go back into the non-league game, and every penny of it goes back into the non-league game, then it just shows that the Premier League teams are actually they do care about the game, and they don't care about." They're not, not as bothered about their profits as, as it would be, if that makes sense. Um, mm. But can I see all that 200 grand, for example, going into the non-league game? Absolutely not. I'm sure the FA would uh, have some of it somewhere along the lines to, to do to to pay for Wembley or something like that. Yeah, but Gareth, at the same time, that is that is literally peanuts from what Premier League teams make each yeah, season. Yeah, well, one player makes one week, mate. Yeah, no, no I understand that. I just think it's 200 grand that's not being put back into the non-league game at the moment. Yeah, if you any, look at any, it that way. Any money's welcome. Where does that come from? Um, I'll be just... honest with you, mate. I, I saw it somewhere and I, I just went with the 200 yeah. grand figure. I, just, I, I, purely, I purely used that as like a, as like yeah. a money that wasn't going into the non-league game before, if yeah. that makes sense. So. Yeah, it does because the, the thought of an, an all-star game, you know, North v South or whatever... Um, played at I don't know Wembley or where anywhere. Yeah. Um. Will probably you know with 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 match day revenue as in ticket sales because kids would love it. Yeah. Um. And the worldwide audience, if you you know, it would make millions. Yeah. Um. And and if that went into the non-league game, then then yeah, I'd be for it. You know, I'd watch it. Um, I think there's a like lot. I've I've missed something here. Who were the players who were supposed to be involved? Premier so it's, Premier League. it's Premier League. North and South. No, Premier League is in the Premier League. Yeah, so North against South. Game. Not no, not, not long league. Yeah, so oh, it's North. It's the seven teams in London, and then Brighton, Southampton, Bournemouth, and then everyone north of there. Oh so right, okay. Like, so okay, I've, I've missed that, obviously. Yeah. So. I'll try and find the link and send it to you. I can't find it now. It, it's um, it was yeah. I, I someone sent it to me earlier. I went on the tweet to reread yeah. it again because I've been at work when it was sent to me, and I and I couldn't find it. The tweet had been deleted. So, um, well, if, uh, if, if, it, if it generates money for the non-league, it's fairly shared as well. Do it. Yeah. Do, do it. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll tell you now. There's another. There's another guy that's not on the podcast who thinks it's not a very good idea. So. What Trevor? Yeah. He doesn't. What? As in? What? Yeah. But I think anything that generates money for the um the non-league game, non-league is a good game thing, yeah. I think it's good. I mean, I do think it's too American for my liking. It really is. It's not yeah. all-star games are too American. But yeah. you know, if they make it work well, as as Chris says, you know, you'll have kids watching it. You'll have people. It, it will more attract a worldwide audience. It's not going to be the traditional English football fan. It'll be more of a it's like not. the Asian the Asian market, Where? the American market. That's who yeah. it'll attract. Where are they going to fit? Where are they going to fit it in in the calendar? Oh, I don't oh this is this is just it's, early days, mate. This is this is just Todd Todd Bowley took over Chelsea about what four weeks ago, three months ago. <laughs> so, anyway, as we always wrap up when Pete's on the podcast, it's something that really takes the tone down. I think I found the perfect news story, guys. Before we wrap up for the night, London Colney Football Club have sold their crotches for advertisement. 
Lalo Sex Wellness Brand are advertised across, across the men's crotch area. It's to get rid of the, the stigma of sex toys for men and wellness in the bedroom. So I thought it'd be perfect to talk when Pete's on the radio because we normally go a little bit off topic and a bit rude, but Lalo Sex Brand have got their brand across the crotches of London Colney. Have a Google, have a look at the images. Ingenious, I agree. Um, a bit of a grey area, I also agree, guys. On a final thought, what do we think? Are our crotches, if it was the women's team, would that be allowed? Or would it be this sort of, this literal sort of trying to take the stigma out of sex toys and everything like that? And But they're using the crotch area as advertisement. Oh my God, I've just seen it. I have no words. I have no response. Ingenious or not? No. No. <laughs> Too no. much. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I'm, having, I'm, not, I'm, not my balls, I'm not having my balls branded. <laughs> to, to be honest, to be, to be honest, it was just like a look at like a flat area in my area. There's nothing really to show off there, so you know that would be all right. So it wouldn't really show off. I was wearing those shorts. But I digress. Um, guys, on that note, it's been a pleasure. Um, don't be going grabbing the crotches for Lalo Sex Toys. Maybe they could sponsor the podcast because we're looking for a new podcast. <laughs> Lalo Sex Toys, if you're listening. Um, I'm sure Pete would be a, a, a very um, willing testing test dummy, if you'd like. Testy. No? Testy. <laughs> testy. A very willing <laughs> testy. <laughs> yeah, Lalo Sex Toys. Uh, dildos hanging from Pete's commentary here at Worthing on a, on a match there. I'm sure he'd love that. Well, Chris does commentary. I'm sure you'd love a dildo as a microphone. But, you know, we really are going out of topic now, and I think it really is time to wrap up. Gentlemen, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. We'll have, bit, uh, we'll have Bobby Wilkinson on next episode to talk about um, what's going on at Bracknell and uh, his next move. Uh, I'm sure Trev will be back by then. Hope you'll get a full house. Look after yourselves. FA Cup weekend this weekend. Good luck to everyone, and we will see you next time. From um, myself, James, Pete, Chris, and Gareth, we'll be seeing you. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market